There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you for tuning in to this special Christmas edition of the podcast. We certainly like to welcome each and every one of you. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. Hope things are well with you, your family, your loved ones. Got many folks we're praying for, sick and afflicted, many young people sick and afflicted. We have aged folks in nursing home, in the hospitals. Tomorrow, Lord willing, I'll take a journey, uh, just a couple quick days out to southern Indiana and back to see my father there in the nursing home. Uh, get to spend a little bit of time with him, hopefully see him on the morning of his birthday. He'll be 79 years old. My dad's not in good health. I should pray for him. His name's Ken McVeigh. And I certainly hope your family is well. If not, why don't you visit someone that's just shut in, someone that's sick, someone that's afflicted, try to be a help, try to be a blessing to them this Christmas. And I want to bring just one quick thought here this morning and just try to be a blessing on this Christmas day. Jeremiah 31 and verse 22. He said, how long wilt thou go about, O thou backsliding daughter? And then he said this, for the Lord hath created a new thing in the earth. A woman shall compass a man. And those of you that listen to the Messianic Psalms, you know we talk about that word compass and compass about so many times. We see the arches of God have compassed about. And we see that hell, the sorrows of death, the sorrows of hell compassed about Jesus Christ. And we see that compassing so many times. But this is what he's speaking of. This isn't malicious. This isn't with hurt. This is another definition of compass than those. Uh, very similar. It's a fact she's going to encircle a man. She doesn't need a man. A new thing is going to be on the earth. Something never before seen. And what is that going to be? God is going to create the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Jehovah God hath created a new thing in the earth. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Creation, something new. He didn't make this. He created something new. A woman shall compass about a man. Why? She didn't need a man to conceive. Isaiah chapter 7 gives us the instruction of that prophecy when the word of God tells us this. And he speaks of this in several places, but this is what the Lord said concerning that sign that Ahaz in verse 13, and he said, Hear ye now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore, why? He is tired and wearied of their sin. That's why he spoke of that in Jeremiah 31. He called him his backsliding daughter, speaking of Jerusalem. Here they're wearied of him. So what is God going to do? What's the sign that God is going to give? The Lord himself shall give you a sign. What is that sign? Behold, a virgin shall conceive. A woman for the first time ever is going to compass about a man. God is going to create something never before been. Every man child ever born had the seed of an earthly father and the seed of an earthly mother save that man, Adam, that woman, Eve. Now, what Eve came from the man. We know that. We understand that. God 
himself breathed into Adam the breath of life. God took that dust of the earth, formed it into the, into the image of man, in the image and likeness of God himself, called it man, breathed into him the breath of life. From that time on, every seed uh, that was ever conceived was the seed of a man and seed of a woman. Now, because of the backsliding daughter, because of the backslidden Jerusalem, God has done something never before done. He has compassed about that man. That woman does not need the seed of a man. Instead, the seed of the woman, which is prophesied to bruise the head of the serpent, we know, therefore, the woman had to have that righteous seed. And that young man uh, that came unto her, he did not know her. He had never known her. He'd never taken her unto himself. He was going to put her away privily, found out she was with child. He said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. God has done something never before done. God created something new in the earth when that woman compassed about a man. The word of God said in Galatians 4 and 4, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son. Thank God he was called the son of God. Capital S on that son, Jesus Christ, the righteous, the seed of God. But the word of God also tells us here that God sent forth a son made of a woman. So she was made of a woman. What God created was a new thing in the earth. He created something new when that woman compassed about a man. But then God used the seed of that woman and made his dear son when the Holy Ghost overshadowed her. And so the word of God says, send forth his son made of a woman, made under the law to redeem them that were under the law, that we might, that's whosoever will, may come, receive the adoption of sons. For we understand that God has given us of his spirit. He said in verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And because God compassed about a man, created something new on this earth, and that woman compassed about a man and had a man-child, the seed of the woman bruising the head of the serpent, that you and I might receive the adoption of sons. That's what the word of God tells us. Now let's go to the book of Matthew and we'll look at this in Matthew. We talked about this several months ago and we didn't really dwell on this too much, but this is Christmas day. And the word of God tells us in verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Thank God for that. Thank God for that promise of God, that new thing created in the earth, fulfillment of prophecy. That woman did not need a man, and God so anointed her, and God so touched her, and God overshadowed her, blessed be the name of the Lord, and the Holy Ghost came upon her, and you know what she did? She bore a son. Verse 30 of Luke 1. Word of God said, the angel said unto her, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Why? God's going to create something new in her. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son and shall call his name Jesus. Now, there's this little heresy that propagates out there, especially amongst the charismatics, that God took an embryo and he took it off a heavenly embryo and created the seed of Jesus Christ and brought it down and placed it in the womb of a woman. But the word of God tells you here, that he, she shall conceive in thy womb. It is the seed of the woman. 
It is that seed that God has used and he overshadowed her and God conceived in her womb. She compassed about a man to fulfill the scripture. A virgin shall conceive. Boy, it's amazing if people just believe the Bible wouldn't have all this stupidity. All this fools. I've heard that for many years. I've heard that in Baptist churches preached. I got run off from a church years ago for contending with that. I heard that preached and I had to say something about it. The seed of the woman bruised the head of the serpent. That woman conceived. Mary conceived. Her womb conceived, the word of God said. He said, fear not, for thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing, blessed be the name of the Lord, that holy one of God, that holy seed of God, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Joseph had no part. Joseph had no doing. He was born of a virgin. He was made of a woman. She's the one that conceived. She's the one that bare that child. She's the one that carried that child. And I know that Uh, There's those that exalt her beyond measure, but she was highly favored with God. She died the death of every sinner. She died the death of every person that's going to come into this world by birth and die. She died a common death. She passed away. She herself must face a resurrection someday. She herself must pass from death unto life. She herself must be resurrected to walk with Christ. She is right now, right now, her body is still in the grave somewhere in Israel awaiting the resurrection. Many that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. And that's one of the common thing we see. We, it's disputed. It's argued. Mary's infallible. Well, she can't be. She's just a mere woman. But the Holy Ghost overshadowed her. See, they exalt Mary above the Holy Ghost. They exalt Mary above the work of God. She found favor with God. And my friend, that which was born in her was called the Son of God. And Joseph, in verse 19 of Matthew 1, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Pretty hard to argue with that angel of the Lord. Thank God that angel appeared to Joseph. Three different times we see that in dreams and in visions. He came to him about this. He came to him to go down into Egypt land. Then he came to him again to let him know Herod was dead. His enemy was dead. And to return back to his home of Nazareth, that place that God had chosen for Jesus Christ to be raised. While he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not, take Mary thy wife, that which is conceived in her. Conceived in her. God had overshadowed her. He was the seed of God and the seed of the woman. And my friend, he was called the son of God. God's blood, God's body, God's soul, God's spirit, God's flesh. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus Christ was 
God. Amen and amen. Jesus Christ is still God. Jesus Christ has always been God. From the time the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary, that was the seed of God within her. He was the called the Most High. He's Counselor, Wonderful Counselor, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He is the highest. He is the Lord Jesus Christ, that Son of God. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophets, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us, God on earth, God with us, God among them, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. He is God. And my friend, that fullness of the Godhead was in Jesus Christ bodily. And when the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary, the fullness of the Godhead was in that seed. The fullness of the Godhead was in that womb. The fullness of the Godhead, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost uh, were in that holy seed that was implanted in her womb by the Holy Ghost. Uh, he was God in flesh. And oh, my friend, I want to just worship him. And I want to praise him and I want to thank him. Oh, blessed be his holy name. He was God in flesh. And that little virgin girl was chosen. She was highly favored of God to bear that precious seed. God chose her out of all the virgins of Israel to bear that precious seed. One, she was in the house of David. She was of the seed of Nathan, that earthly seed, that kingly seed, that lineage that came through Nathan by David and David's loins, that seed of the woman was the seed of his flesh. The seed that was in him was God's seed. He was the son of God. And my friend, we look at that today and folks just take light of that and make light of that. And again, he's holy. He's just. He bringeth salvation. Bless his holy name. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife, brought her unto himself, but notice this, he knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What a precious name. What a holy name, that name of Jesus. How wonderful it is to know that name. How wonderful it is to be able to speak that name. How wonderful it is to know Jesus on the inside and to know him in your heart, and to know him in your life, and to see him in the pages of Scripture, and to bear witness with his Spirit that indeed you're the sons of God, a child of God, through that precious name, that name above every name, that name which is given on earth among men, whereby ye must be saved. And oh, my friend, there will be a day coming that every knee is going to bow. Where are they going to bow? They're going to bow at that name, that precious name of Jesus Christ. And I love the precious name of Jesus. I love him for who he is, not for just what he's done, but for who he is. And word of God said the name of Jesus. We're in Philippians 2 and 10. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, things on earth, and the things under the earth. And by the way, they started that in Bethlehem, and it's never ceased. 
They started out at that manger and it's never ceased. And my friend, when those wise men came to where the young child was, still in Bethlehem, but he came to the house where he was. He wasn't in a stable. He wasn't behind the inn somewhere. He was in a house somewhere. And those wise men came to him and they bowed the knee and they reverenced him and they worshiped him. And they said, where is he that is born, king of the Jews? And my friend, I saw that when I was preaching Sunday night for the first time. Where is he that is born, king of the Jews? And I fast forward to Pilate and his Pilate said, king of of the Jews. And they said, no, he said that he is the king of the Jews. And Pilate said, what I have written, I have written. From the wise men to Pilate's hall, he was the king of the Jews. It was proclaimed and it was pronounced, where is he that is born king of the Jews? That's the name that they're going to bow of things in heaven. That's the angels of God. That's the principalities and powers in heavenly places and things in earth. And it doesn't say on earth, it says in earth. That's those principalities and powers have been cast down. That's those in darkness. That's those of everlasting chains. They're going to bow the knee. And then the word of God is in things under the earth. And I realize, well, that's in the earth. Things under the earth, all in the depths of darkness, in the abyss, in the pit, in the terrors of hell, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. For he said that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And my friend, I'm glad that Jesus Christ not only is Lord, but I'm glad Jesus Christ is my Lord. And as the Apostle Paul on that Damascus road that day, who art thou, Lord? All blessed be his holy name. And I'm just taken back a little bit. Bear with me. I'm taken back to that day in April 1997, riding up Interstate 81 just outside of Newmarket, Virginia, coming north. And I realized my great need of a Savior. I realized how lost I was. It wasn't just words. It wasn't just, oh, I'm lost. Oh, I realized I was bound for hell. I thought I was going to hell that day. I thought that flatbed in the right lane was going to come crush my little red Toyota car. And I was going to perish forever. But God, in his mercy, reached his hand down that day and saved me. And through a dear, precious lady, he brought me to the house of God that morning and brought me down to where the word of God was being preached that morning. I sat under that preaching and got under condemnation of the law of God, the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. And God gloriously transformed me through that precious name. He changed me through that wonderful name. I bowed the knee on this earth to that, na- to that name. And I've never looked back. I've never doubted that he's Christ. I've never doubted that he's Lord. I've never doubted that he's Lord of my life. And I bless him and I praise him and I thank him. I'm glad God created something new in this earth. That woman compassed about a man. She didn't need a man. She had God. Oh, bless his holy name. I want to thank and praise him. I blessed be the name of the Lord that she was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost and that righteous seed that was in her. That holy thing was God. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. As we get on this podcast, I'd like you go down to the lower section where I have a few notes jotted down about this particular podcast. I put a video out there on YouTube. It's an audio file that just has a picture of a man, Brother Alvin Martinez. And I put that song out there. If you'd like to listen, why don't you click on that link and listen to that precious song. I love the precious name of Jesus. Have a Merry Christmas. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. 
For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelists.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.